Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's all stand. Amen. We are going to tonight start a new series, a seven a seven less than seven week series called What Shall I Fear? What Shall I Fear? Amen. And basically it's a, a journey from fear and anxiety to freedom. Uh, it's written by a pastor's wife actually that was going through a lot of this stuff and she um, tells uh, some, some things about herself in this, uh, this study. So... Um, it's going to be good. Praise God. And I think it's uh, uh, really timely for what we're going through in these days. What shall I fear? And lesson one tonight is entitled, He Loves Me. He Loves Me. Amen. And it's important we understand that because His love is going to conquer our fear. Amen. First John 4.18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. There is no fear in love. And I'm not talking about just the love we have in our hearts that, you know, it's kind of a, what I would call a horizontal love. I'm talking about God's love. When we get God's love in our hearts, in our lives, amen, that, that perfect love, because the only perfect love is God's love, that agape love. Perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. We know fear torments us. Fear causes uh, anxiety. Fear causes depression. Fear causes all kinds of things. Amen. And so we've got to realize that God's love is what we need you know, to defeat and to push back the fear out of our lives. God knows exactly where we're at and what we're going through at all times. Amen. There's that fear that comes for the, to the fact that some people think that, well, God doesn't know where I'm at and I'm over here by myself and, and I wonder if he even you know, sees me. But you know what? He does see you. We talked about it already on Sunday. You know, he is ordering our steps, and we're going to mention that a little bit later. But God knows exactly where we're at. We don't need, he knows what's coming our way. He knows what's up in our face and trying to intimidate us. Amen. And his love is going to cast it out. Praise God. You know, uh, sometimes people will think that, um, you know, and, and it's, it's strange, but they, you know, when, when fear comes your way, it causes you to think differently. And they even think sometimes that, you know, uh, I'm going through this because God is punishing me. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, God is motivated by love. We already talked about that on Sunday. He's motivated by love. He's not punishing us. He wants to help us. Amen. He has our best interests at heart. And uh, when we look at a story in John chapter 9, when 
uh, the Bible said Jesus passed by and he saw a man, verse 1, which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? His disciples asked him, saying, uh, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. You see, the disciples even jumped to the conclusion, well, they, this, this, he was born blind because he was being punished for what his parents did or something. You know, people got that in their mind. I mean, let me tell you something. God does not work that way. Amen. God is motivated by love. We got to understand tonight, he loves me. He loves me. Amen. Amen. He loves me and he's going to take care of me and he's going to help me get rid of this fear. God is not punishing me. He loves me. Now, every time a, a tormenting thought comes to our mind, and a lot of times, you know, you can't keep thoughts from coming because they, they come, but you can stop them and you can not entertain them and you can, uh, you can kick them out and you can resist them and you can, uh, you can keep them from going in your heart. But, you know, tormenting thoughts come. Amen. And, and the enemy whispers sometimes and say, you know, hang it up, give it up. You know, it looks like the, you know, the bad guys are winning or whatever. And darkness is coming on strong. But you know what? What we need to understand every time a tormenting thought comes, we just need to say, if we have to say it to ourselves or if we have to say it out loud, there's nothing like speaking something. Amen. Jesus, I know that you love me. I know that you love me. And you're going to help me with this fear. You're going to help me, the, this fear that causes anxiety, this fear that causes me just to, uh, you know, just uh, to want to just kind of sit down and, and uh, it takes all this energy out of me. Because the spirit of fear, it tries to make us feel isolated. Like, you know, you're off on your own and there's nobody with you and, and not even God's with you. But God's always with us. And we have each other. That's the importance of fellowship. That's the importance of the church community, the church family. That's the importance of gathering together and not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is. And so much the more as you see the day approaching, I'm seeing the day approaching. Amen. And we need to strengthen one another and encourage one another. There is strength in numbers. Praise God. And, uh, you know, the fear will cause hopelessness in our hearts if left unchecked. And we don't want that. Praise God. Because when you lose hope, you lose a lot of things. Amen. But when you got hope, you know, I don't care what's coming against you. It'll get you up in the morning. It'll, it'll get you going. Amen. I got hope. Yeah, but look what's happening. I don't care. I have hope. I'm serving a God. Amen. And remember what God spoke through Paul in Romans chapter eight. You know, he said, we're not hoping for what we see. Amen. Because why should we hope for that? Amen. I'm hoping for what I don't see, what I'm waiting for, what I'm praying for, what I'm expecting. That's what I'm hoping for. And I'm believing God that all this fear and all this thing that would try to come against us will just be gone. Praise God. Isaiah 49, 15. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they, they may forget, yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Oh, hallelujah. 
Amen. So, so God said, you know, you don't even hear of a woman, you know, forgetting her nursing child and having, not having compassion on her son. But even if they forget, he said, I'm not going to forget you. I love you. I'm not going to leave you in that fear. I love you. Amen. I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Amen. And even though fear can make you feel forsaken, you're not forsaken. Amen. Hallelujah. I, he will not leave us nor forsake us. He's with us always, even to the end of the world, that I may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not fear what man shall do to me. Praise the Lord. Because, you know, we can't trust our feelings. They will deceive us many times. That's why we got to stand on the word, the word of God. Our feelings come and go, but the word of God abides forever. Our feelings are up and down, amen, and in and out. But the word of God is always there. When the dust settles, when everything is, you know, going crazy and the dust settles, the word of God will still be there, amen. It, it, will, it will not uh, go away until all is fulfilled, Amen. So we must stand on his word and remind ourselves, I know that you love me and that you will never forget me. He loves me. Amen. I'm not forgotten. I'm engraved on the palm of his hands. Amen. You know, that's, that's an engraving. That's not even a, uh, you know, uh, an ink marker kind of thing. I mean, he, 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 we're there. He's never going to forget us. Amen. You know, the author, she, you know, holiday seasons, we, we all say, well, that's the happiest time of year. Not for some people, you know. Oh, yeah, boy, when we get to late November, all the way through Happy New Year, yay, you know. And that's what it's supposed to be. But a lot of people are under stress. A lot of people are lonely. A lot of people are all kinds of things during that time. And this the, the, uh, the holiday season between November and December before she wrote this book, she was going through all kinds of fear and anxiety and depression, and she just didn't know what was going on, and she was having a rough time, amen, and, uh, and then the new year came, and it was early January, and, and it was a lighter winter than normal, and she lived in a place that, that actually has the seasons. And, uh, and she looked out uh, her window uh, and she saw all these birds, way more birds than are supposed to be around in this time of the year because of the winter and the cold. There was birds all over the place. Amen. And, and uh, she, it brought to mind a scripture in Matthew 10 to her as she looked out that window and, and Jesus said, are not, in verse 29, are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are more of value than many sparrows. We don't need to fear. Amen. He, she saw those birds and she remembered that verse. Amen. He, he, if one sparrow falls dead, God sees it. And God's all, all about that. God feeds the birds, the Bible said. God sees when they fall. Amen. How much more? 
how much more? Don't fear. You're of more value than many sparrows. You know, and, and then she, rem she remembered that song, His Eye is on the Sparrow. And, uh, and she was thinking of some of the words. One part, of it says, I sing because I'm happy. Amen. Remember, we don't follow our emotions. We follow Him. Amen. So I'm singing because I'm happy. Even when things aren't going good, I'm singing because I know that He loves me and His eye is on me and everything's going to be okay. Amen. Because I'm following Him and I will come out of every situation. And then another part of the song goes, I sing because I'm free. Because what I'm going through is only for a season and it came to pass and He will bring us out. Of every fear, every doubt, every depression, every anxiety, he'll bring us out. Amen. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. He sees me. The hairs of my head are numbered. Takes him two seconds to count my head, but some of you, it can take a while. Amen. But he sees. He sees. And if he knows the very hairs of our head, Amen. He knows all about us. Just think of it. You know, what is it? You know, some people that are, have a full head of hair, there's millions of hairs or, you know, hundreds of thousands or whatever. Amen. He knows every single last one of them down to the last single one. And then that means he, if he knows that detail of my life, he knows what's bothering me. He knows what's keeping me from, you know, the, keeping the bounce out of my step and, and what's keeping me from really excelling in, in my days when I'm going through. Amen. Because never make the mistake of thinking that God loves everybody else else but you, that somehow God has, you know, good plans and peace and hope and joy for everybody else but you. Oh no, that's the biggest lie ever. Amen. His word is true. Amen. And that is period. His word is true. And we got to hold on to the word, not what someone else says, not what our mind is telling us, not what our heart sometimes even is telling us. Amen. The Bible said he loves me and that's good enough for me. He loves me. Amen. Jeremiah 31.3, the Lord has appeared of old to me saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Amen. This is all about a loving God. Amen. Not about fear that's going to take over our lives. But remember, our heart is uh, can deceive even our own selves. We, some people, you know, we, we, we understand, I don't know, I don't know some of your hearts, amen, because we look on the outward and God sees the heart, but sometimes we don't even know our own heart. Jeremiah 17, 9 tells us this, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Amen. So the, the way we deal with fear is I'm going to refuse to listen to my emotions, I will believe in God's word instead. I will walk by faith and not by sight. The just shall live by his faith. Amen. I'm going to hold on to his word and his word says, I love you. His word said, I, I came to die for you because I love you. His word said, I love you. You love me only because I loved you first. Amen. His word said, amen, even when we were sinners, Christ died for us. That's true love. God commendeth. 
God showed his love to us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. We're going to be embarking between now and the end of the year, and it might take us into uh, next year a little bit too. Uh, you know, there, there, there's at least three series that we're going to go through. This is the first one. So I had three series, and I'm praying over them. I'm saying, Lord, which one do you want me to start first? Because I believe there's a will of God in everything. Amen. Even in a series, praise God. And, and this one just jumped out as this is the one I need to start first. Praise God. And then what, uh, very one, this very first lesson, what, what, what is in there? But two of the scripture, well, the, the, the text verse from Sunday's sermon, and I had one uh, verse that was the same verse from another translation, and it was the exact, you know, there's a hundred translations of the New Testament, and it was the exact verse from the exact other translation that I used on Sunday. And I said, yep, this is the, this is the right series for right now. Amen. But as I preached on Sunday, he orders our steps because he loves us. But sometimes, you know, when doubt creeps in and we wonder if God really does orchestrate our life or is, is our life really out of control as it, you know, as it feels sometimes, because sometimes our life feels out of control. Amen. But the Bible said, Psalm 37, 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. And the word delight means to take great pleasure. And the New, the, the new Living Translation says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. And he, that means he knows uh, the hairs on our head, every detail. He knows what's bothering us. He knows what we're going through. We're not going through it in a vacuum. We're not going through it by ourselves. We might feel that way sometimes, but God is with us. His love is there with us because he comes with his, his love comes with his presence. My steps are ordered and he delights in me. He doesn't delight in my suffering or torment. He delights in being my strength, our, our, our rock, our help, our song, our shield, our peace, our deliverance. Amen. You know, God delivered his people out of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness. And sometimes our emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being may feel like a wilderness every once in a while. Amen. But he sees us even in the wilderness and he loves us in the wilderness and he'll see us through the wilderness because the promised land is just down the, down the way a little bit. Praise God. But he taught them in the wilderness. He clothed them in the wilderness. He fed them in the wilderness. He kept them in the wilderness. He blessed them and healed them in the wilderness. And when the children of Israel forgot what God had just done for them by delivering them out of Egypt and, and the great victory at the Red Sea, they began to murmur and allow doubt and fear to cause anxiety. Come, did you just take us out of Egypt so we would die in the wilderness? We, we should probably go back. We at least had three square meals and they forgot all the suffering they had in Egypt. But we need to always remind ourselves that God loves us and has our best interests at heart. And sometimes he takes us that way. And sometimes we go through the valley and sometimes we go through this and we go through that. But he loves us and he's showing us things and he's going to help us. And the best way to keep ourselves in the love of God is to stay in His Word, love His Word, trust in, whole, and wholeheartedly believe His Word. Amen. Deuteronomy 32.9, 4.17, 4.18, 4.20, 4.21, 4.23, 4.24, 4.25, 4.26, 4.27, 4.28, 4.29, 4.30, 4.31, 4.32, 4.33, 4.34,
for the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the place of his inheritance. He found him in a desert land and in a wasteland, a howling wilderness. He encircled him. He instructed him and he kept him as the apple of his eye. Oh, those poor people in the wilderness, they're just wandering around. There's nothing going on in there. Oh, no, there's a lot going on. Amen. It, It was a wasteland, yeah. It was a howling wilderness, yeah. He encircled them. He instructed them. And he kept them as the apple of his eye. Amen. I'm the apple of his eye. You're the apple of his eye. He loves you. He doesn't want us to be motivated by fear. He wants us to walk in his love. He loves me. Psalms 31, 7. I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy, for you have considered my trouble. You have known my soul in adversities. You've considered my trouble. The word consider means to think carefully about, to be drawn toward. Amen. He's not leaving me off to the side when I'm in my adversities and when I'm in my trouble. That's the time he wants to let me know that he loves me even more during those times. God has considered our struggle. He's drawn to what we're going through. It's not a light matter to him. He has a plan. Amen. And if we will allow him to work his plans in our lives, it's going to be a beautiful thing. God has a plan for your life and my life. And that plan, amen, says that fear is going to say goodbye, fear. Amen. It says fear is not part of the plan. Praise God. It doesn't mean we're going to not be afraid. It just means we're not going to allow it to petrify us and paralyze us and stop us in our tracks. Amen. But he is going to cast out fear with his perfect love. Oh, amen. He loves me. He loves you. Praise God. Amen. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.